Just so you know, this was recorded pre-COVID. You and I work in the people business. We sell to people, we buy from people, we support people, and people are unpredictable critters. And there's going to come a time, the more work that you're doing, the more people that you're interacting with, the more your business is touching and impacting people, there is going to come a time when you have an unhappy customer. And there are certain ways to handle this situation, and there are certain ways not to handle the situation. And on this episode, I'm going to give you some clear strategies to handle it when a client interaction or sale goes south. Enjoy. Welcome to the Road to 7 podcast, guiding and supporting entrepreneurs along their road to seven figures and beyond. Here's your host, Sheila Cummins. Welcome back to The Road to Seven. My name is Sheila Cummins, and I love nothing more than supporting women just like you who are launching, growing, and scaling their business. On this episode, we're talking about a reality that will, at some point, become a truth for you. We cannot escape having an unhappy client, especially when you're growing. The more people you serve, the more... People who are buying from you, the more customers and clients that you have, the more the likelihood that somebody's going to be unhappy because we're dealing with people and people are unpredictable and people have their own agendas. And some people feel a lot of power behind their computer screens and they love nothing more than to lash out and belittle the recipient of the email, forgetting that there's someone else on the other end of that email or phone call. And so let's talk today a little bit about how to handle it when things start to go south with a client. One thing that I'm going to ask you to do, and I want you to reach through whatever device you're using to listen to me today, is I want you to pinky swear that you're not going to react from a state of fight. When someone lashes out at us because they're unhappy about something, our very first natural reaction is to go into defensive mode. The thing is, if someone's reaching out to you from a place of anger or from a place of frustration, you are actually in the place of power in the conversation. It's up to you of how you react to that reach out. You know, I don't know if you know this, but I play hockey. Well, play is a loose term. I'm on a hockey team and I show up every week. And our coach, we lost miserably last week, by the way. And our coach had the most unbelievable analogy of how hockey works. And it made me think about exactly what we're talking about today. So one of the things that as a team, we, meaning I, have a hard time doing is getting to the puck first. So a puck is an inanimate object. It's just this black plastic round disc that will sit stagnant until somebody hits it with their stick. Whoever hits it has the first control of where it's going to go. When you are receiving the puck, you are in control because you are choosing how to receive it and then where to send it. And that is exactly what happens in one of these conversations. When somebody's unhappy about something and they write to you a scathing email or a complaining email, The ball, the puck then is in your court and it's 100% up to you of how you receive the complaint and then what you do with it. And so the very first thing you are going to pinky swear is you are not going to react when you're in that defensive mode. You're going to read the email or listen to the voicemail or the review that's left and then you're going to stop 
and you are not going to react right away. You are obviously going to feel whatever you feel. It could be hurt. It could be anger. It could be frustration. You might want to cry. Your reaction is yours. Nobody needs to see that reaction, but you don't react from that space. When you react from a place of calm and clarity and confidence, you have the upper hand always. And so the very first thing is we're going to stop and breathe. And then you're going to sit on it and you're going to move away from the device that you are consuming that piece of content through. If it's your phone, put your phone down, walk away. If it's on your computer, shut your computer down, walk away. And you're just going to sit and you're going to shift into a place of curiosity. Your absolute natural reaction is going to be defensive. Well, that's not right. Well, that's not true. Well, that's just, but they did this. That defensiveness is normal. That's you protecting you. And we are really lucky to have that defense mechanism in us. What we don't want to do is respond from that place of defense. What we actually want to do is get curious. We want to get curious about the other person. Sometimes that other person is just simply a troll and they get their jollies out of belittling others. Literally. That is, they sit there behind their computer looking for opportunities to slam down somebody else so that they can feel better about themselves. Those kinds don't deserve any response at all. They have no place in your being and they have no place to get into an online back and forth because they will keep going. And so we want to shut it down right away. If it is a customer who has a complaint about either your service or your product, please do not respond via email. Do not respond via text. Do not respond via Facebook Messenger. If you can, call the person. I know it's scary. I know it's overwhelming. But when you can shift to that personal conversation, you're up leveling the conversation to a place where you are in power. And your job on that conversation is just to be curious. Hey, so and so I just received your email about insert the complaint. I'd love to know more about it. Tell me more about walk me through what caused this. The last time we spoke, you were you know, this was your reaction. What changed till today? You'll notice that even in my tone, I'm not being defensive. I'm simply being curious because chances are there's more that's happening behind the scenes than that person is letting on. If we respond from an email, from that place of defensiveness, things are going to escalate and they'll escalate fast. When we pick up the phone and have a personal conversation from a place of curiosity, all of a sudden, it gives us space to find a resolution that will satisfy both parties. It evens the playing field, it puts you in the upper hand, and it allows the conversation to diffuse and just be between people. Now, Not everybody's going to be evolved enough to be able to have that conversation. And you get to put the boundary in of how you will be spoken to and what you'll accept. If the person is using profanity and swearing against you, then you simply get to say, I will not be treated and spoken to this way. I can see that you're angry. When you've calmed down, reach out. Let's talk about this and hang up. You don't have to put up with any abuse, my friend. That is not your role in life. You are not somebody's verbal or physical punching bag. 
So put that boundary in place and establish how you will be treated. Nine times out of ten, that person on the other end will so appreciate you reaching out and just needs to be heard. And so you hear them out without a yabat. If you're wondering what a yabat is, it sounds like this. The thing that I ordered was late. Yeah, but I sent it on time. Well, it arrived too late for my need. Yeah, but that's not my problem. A yabat is when you are defending each and every action. Let's acknowledge what their frustration is. If something arrived late, let's look into it and figure out why. There's always a solution to fixing whatever problem or complaint there is, but it's really hard to do when you are hitting that that conversation puck back from a place of anger or defensiveness. That's just lowering the bar. And to channel one of my favorite women in the world, Michelle Obama, when they go low, we go high. This also applies when things can play out online or when you need to have a a sticky conversation with someone. For God's sakes, don't send an email. Pick up the phone and have a personal conversation with that person. You can be uncomfortable. You can be nervous. You can be scared. You will survive every single one of those feelings. But when you write something in an email, it can be misconstrued. And that is a dangerous zone because people can do what they want with that email and can run with it. Some people like to complain about experiences with companies online. The very first thing I'm going to tell you is it makes them look like an idiot. (laughs) Really. When you're complaining about, you know, some airline because the flight was late or you're complaining about a tire company because the wheel wasn't all black. I don't know what it is. When you're complaining it doesn't make you look good. And so let's just acknowledge that that person, A, doesn't look good. If it's a Google review, go and ask some past clients who are raving fans to give you a review to push it down. You absolutely get to react to that, the bad Google review, but from a place of power. Do not add fuel to the fire. Do not be inflammatory. Do not challenge their intellect or their experience. Just simply acknowledge how they're feeling, explain your side of the story, and sign off by wishing them a good day. That's it. You can change the whole path of a complaint by shifting it into a people conversation. And the more times you have a people conversation or a challenging conversation with someone who's not happy with you, the better you'll get at it. This is not a personal attack. It is an attack against a system that went wrong within your company. So if we can simply look at it through that lens of curiosity and ask, is there some truth in what they're saying? Do we need to take it on the chin and accept responsibility because in fact they are 100% right to complain? And that does happen, by the way. There are some very legitimate complaints. And so we acknowledge it and we do our best to come to a mutually acceptable solution where both parties leave feeling good. It is possible to make this happen. It is very difficult to do over email or Facebook Messenger. And so we're in the people business. And as you know, people are unpredictable. And so let's make something predictable for you. If something goes south or someone does something or complains or sends you a nasty email, you rise up and you pick up the phone and you talk to them about it and come to a resolution. 
There are some people who are not wanting a resolution. They just want to vent. There's some people who are going to have buyer's remorse and are going to find every reason why they can't work with you. Move them on. Let them go. They are not your client. You do not need their money in order to be successful or to be okay. Train people how to treat you and treat others with the same respect that you would like to be treated. When they go low, you, my friend, are going high. Pick up the phone. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Road to 7 podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. To learn more, visit SheilaCummins.com for more support along your road to seven figures and beyond in your business. See you next time.